How y'all doing tonight? Here we are again live from Truly Grace Ministries. Um, as always, we're about to bring a word. We're about to bring a word for this time in, in a time of healing. It's, uh, we, we've took our whole lives and we learned things the hard way. So I'm going to talk about learning the hard way. Because, see, people will be right in there. They'll send angels down. They'll send people in your path to teach you about the truth and the way to live, and you still don't want to hear it. You want to listen to the hard way to do these things. So while you're going to take the hard way, we're going to go over this tonight. Man, I got some good stuff for you tonight. I know for the past couple of weeks we've been, it's been kind of like a debate really, and, and it shouldn't be a debate. You can't debate the word. The word is the word. The word is the truth, and there's no more debating. I'm just going to bring you the word and the truth, and then you make a decision because I'm not going to fight with brothers and sisters nor man or woman about who I serve. I serve God. In Acts 529, I need y'all to go to that, and you read that. It doesn't matter what kind of scripture you bring in anybody or how you want to play it. You can't override his word. He gives you a choice. Yes, he does, and we're going to speak about that tonight. But as for me and my house, we serve the Lord. Okay? So don't ask me to serve man. Don't ask me to serve a woman. Don't ask me to serve a book, uh, a TV show, or anything else that you're following out there in the world. We serve God, the one and only. <laughs> so as we get started tonight, we always get started with worship and everything like that. But as we do that, I want you, the people that are watching and the people out there, listen. You can catch us on YouTube, on podcast, Facebook. You can also, on 8 o'clock on Sunday mornings, you can go to 1580 AM and 97.1 FM, and you can find the, the uh, messages there as well. So there are many ways to get Truly Grace out to your family. Truly Grace Ministries is started to let the people that are out there broken, that have nobody, that feel like there's nobody there for them no more that they're fighting this battle all by themselves. Well, anybody that wants to hear the truth of the gospel that's going to change their life, that's what Truly Grace Ministries is. This is not a, a church. Everybody's just like that. We are the church. I need you all to understand that first and foremost, no matter where you're at, Walmart, your house, your job, wherever, you are the church. So don't say, don't put a label on that. Everybody's putting labels. Do you go to this church? Do you go to that church? Look here, the people are the church. You need to ask yourself tonight, are the people you're surrounded by, are they really church folk? Are they followers of Christ? That's what you need to be asking, okay? Because you're sitting there worried about trying to find the perfect church, and you need to get yourself right because God is the perfect place to be. Stay in his presence. Ladies and gentlemen, I love this, and I love you more than life itself, and that's why I came from my background that I had from the darkness of drugs, prison, my kids passing away. I, I, you could... You could you can try to make up any excuse you want to of why you don't want to give yourself to Christ. But I'm telling you, as I stand here, it's the only way. Stop learning the hard way. Give in. Surrender it all to him. Not just a little bit with your lukewarm stuff that you got going on. I'm going to serve him a few days of the week, and then I'm going to take a day off, and I'm going to serve myself. It ain't about you no more. So tonight, I want to sing some songs tonight that I want to resonate within you. First of all, we're going to talk about a rescue story because he will rescue you from anything. Whatever story that you've got, what, it doesn't matter how bad it is or what you're going through right at this time, he can rescue you from it. But you have to trust and you have to believe in him. Then I'm going to tell you about our unstoppable God, and we're going to sing to him about that. 
because you can't stop him. There's nothing that you can do because I seen that. They said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper if you're standing in his name. And that is a truth. Because people will say something about your background. They said about mine. They try to say, you couldn't minister. You couldn't do this because of what you've done to people and what you've done to your life, your background. Well, here I stand, a faithful servant, a strong general in this army. And you can't stop me because I serve a God that's unstoppable. So you better get with the program, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to show you how. Man, I got some people in the house, man, got me on fire this evening. Well, I'll tell you what. Look here. I love y'all. Thank y'all for coming out. Everybody else has got that whatever. They got all these masks on. I don't know if they doctors or whatever. I don't know who's who. I, 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 I was in Walmart and needed got people to check my blood pressure because I thought she was a nurse, but she wasn't. She worked at C Spire. So there you go. Boy, it's scary out there. But, you know, God bless all the nurses and doctors out there that's on the front lines taking care of these sick people and fighting for us because God gave them the strength to do these things. So the ones that are healthy and can still speak about this word need to be up here speaking about it. And that's why I thank you for technology so we can reach these people. So tonight as we go into this, I would like to just begin. Let's open this up, this whole thing in prayer, and let's, uh, let's get on into it, man. It's time to worship. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you at this moment. We want to be empowered by you. We freely, effectively want you to love us enough to share everything that's on your heart to ours. I want to hear the gospel truth come from my lips, resonate in the people's hearts out there. I want my everything about me to be about you. Father God, we have been living a lie for so long from the world around us. Please let them hear the message tonight. Stop letting them be hard and, and their hearts being so solid that they won't let nothing in. The truth must be told and it must be heard to change. If we want our land back, we must receive you. So let the Holy Spirit reign upon us tonight so we can receive everything that you have for us. I ask these things and all things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the house said, amen. All right, let's start to worship. It's time. Hey, and if anybody's been here for the first time, check it out. We go to Club Jesus. We got disco lights.
never gave up on me. You were my testimony. Aren't you glad he rescued you? Amen. Oh, man, I tell you what. Boy, this stuff gets me hype. Oh, man, I know. Tonight, surrender. Here, I Here we go. Down on my knees again. That's right. Surrendering all. Everybody out there, you repent and surrender to our Father.
Almighty God, we surrender. We surrender. We surrender. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I know we're finna. Oh, we're gonna go into this mess, but I'll tell you what. Look, I don't even know where there goes lies, man. Oh boy. Look here. One of these days we're just gonna come in here and we're just gonna sit here and just slobber on each other. Stay, you know, standing in his presence. Is that, that's what you do. That's what you do. I don't understand how people out there they're so afraid to just let him have his way. They want to talk about it. They want to talk about the people that are surrendering. They want to talk about the people that let their lives go to this. It is so beautiful. It's a beautiful story. If you just let it unfold. I was in this hard way. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, that's why we stand together. We pray together because we're fighting against the principalities of the world. That's everything that's against them hearing the truth. You will not stop them. He's unstoppable. We're going to start with something. I was reading something, and I want to share it with you. Oh, man. Holy Spirit, have your way. As with God, we all know that nothing is impossible. So is it that through prayer, you know, you guys, that uh, that nothing is implausible? You see, prayer gives heaven permission to invade the earth. This, this earth that you're trying to protect so bad, you got all these people you think they're protecting. You're, 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 you're blocking Jesus from having his way on us to giving us everything that we need. That's why I'm asking each and every individual in the sound of my voice, I want you to have watch parties. I want you to go into the streets. I want you to be bold and say that Jesus is alive. He is sitting here to save us, to give us life back. But you said you're sitting there hiding in your houses. Scared to pray. You pray like he's not even there. You pray. You, you, you do it. Listen. You pray. Not even knowing the Holy Spirit will guide you. I understand you don't know what to pray for right now. He will give you the words to say. He knows what you want. He knows what's on your heart. You just pray right now. You want this world to change, right? You want this daggum plague and uh, whatever they call it, pandemic or whatever. Uh, got all of us down here sitting here in our own prison out in a free world that he gave us. Through this discipline, we are able to pray heaven down to keep hell from rising. Because hell is rising. You, you, want, you want to give dominion over that? I'm talking to you people tonight. I need, look here, Jesus, he needs our help. That's what he sent us here, man. Look here, we got to get out here. Someone was just sharing with me earlier about how, you know, the, the harvest is right, but the laborers are for you. Who is ready to join this army and get out here and work, get in these fields and start plowing up some stuff, giving life? Instead of just sitting there talking about to your friends all the time about the destruction and all the bad things, and, and they, how are you going to get hope, joy, and love into somebody and all you're speaking is death into them? You must realize God will never abandon you. He's going to be with you the whole way through this, the whole way through when you're fighting. You're not by yourself. you got brothers and sisters ready to fight with you. He is ever-present, wanting you to work his will in your life. All difficulties in prayer that you face, He's ready to release his whole kingdom upon you because he wants, he knows that God, you got to look at, I want you to look at Luke 17, 21. I want you to, I want you to out there, I want you to go to scripture. I, once again, I always tell you, like I always tell everybody, when I give you a scripture, you ladies and gentlemen out there, you go to that scripture and I want you to form your own relationship with Christ and see what he says. Don't listen to the man that's up there behind the pulpit and everybody on TV and stuff like that. You get your own relationship so that you know what he says. 
Because if you keep following man and woman, you're going to get misled. Luke 17, 21 states this right here. He says plainly, nor will they say, here it is or there it is. For remember, the kingdom of God is within you. You don't got to say it's over there or over here. It's right there in you. You're searching for something that you already have. You let the Holy Spirit, you pray it, and I'm telling you, you're going to receive it. Listen here. You got to pray, and you got to believe, because we're equipped with an arsenal of incredible life-giving gifts. For those who rightly esteem the privilege of accessing God's armory of possibilities, each word spoken through or by that person holds enormous Listen to what he says. Holds enormous, innovative, potential, creative, and recreative power. You can recreate everything about you if you just stop self. Let yourself go and give God a chance. Listen to me. Man, I, man that, that just sounds great to me. You, you, don't you sound powerful when you hear that incredible, life-altering power? You have it within you, and you want to just sit there and keep containing it and don't share it with nobody or don't even try to bust out of that. You want to sit there and say, woe is me. Better look in Scripture. He'll give you a bunch of woes, and he tells you to, he don't want to hear that. Woe to you, he says, that are sitting there always dooming yourself and then giving yourself an excuse of why you don't want to go and serve him or believe in him. We read about it last week. You go to the message. Like I said, we're on Truly Grace, uh, YouTube, Facebook. I want you to go back and look at this thing. Look at this. The Father has entreated each one of us to come and be involved in a dialogue that marshals angels and sets forth the weaponry of war. Weaponry that impacts the spiritual realm and affects how events unfold in the natural world, in the natural world that we're living in. How are you going to ever see anything unfold when all you're doing is being? He told you to separate yourself from the world. What do you think that means? I'll stop and I talk to believers all the time, and they want to keep on giving me all these excuses and these buts. There's no buts in this word. He doesn't say, I need you to do this, but if you really want to, or but if you feel like it, no, you do it. If you're a believer, you be obedient. There is no buts. You don't have no commas except when he's just bringing more and more truth to you. He don't say but and then put out there in parentheses and whatever other stuff they got going on in English because, well, I had about a 70-something in that. But I'll tell you what, I can read this book really good because it's simple. It's plain English for all of us to hear. And you don't have to have correct grammar and be all intelligent and all that stuff to understand his truth. He makes it simple enough for us so that we can understand. And it's up to you to stop being so hard-headed and start receiving it. You see, spiritual realms, boy, I tell you what. He is still waiting for those of us who have the courage to step up and take their places in the highest ranks of his army. I think somebody spoke about that earlier. God has enough privates. You understand that? He's got enough little people just out there talking. He's ready. You know what he's looking for? He desires now our generals who will pay the price of dedication and discipline to hear his divine strategies and implement them upon the earth. 
Not be afraid to stand boldly and tell the truth of the world and tell the truth of the gospel to the world. Everybody's so afraid. They're like this. I, I, I live for God all the way up to when something bad happens and somebody, some man or woman places something, a stipulation on me. I'm going to ask you again to you believers, who do you follow, God or man? Acts 529, go back and read it. I'm giving it to you. Give it to your brothers and sisters that sit there and tell you. And I'm going to tell you one more time about Romans when they tell you about the authorities. You better go and study. He's talking to the Romans about the taxes. You better pay your taxes or then you're going to defy them and you're going to go to jail. It's got nothing to do if it goes any, if you keep reading that on in Romans, he will plainly tell you if it goes anything against my law, any authority, anything, then you follow me. Now it's your choice to do what you do. So you keep doing what you're doing and watch what you do when you get up there at that gate because you are so smart. But you're not going to fool me and you're not going to get me to tell other lies to the other people. I came here and started this ministry because I done lived a lie my whole life. I was hard-headed. And now I know the real way, the true way, Jesus. The way, the truth, the life. And I will live it. I'll tell you what, I went up to last weekend. I want to share a little story with y'all. I went to Tennessee with my, 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 my lovely friend Rhonda. I went up there and got to meet her family in Adamsville, Tennessee. And I'm telling you, from the time that I got there, I didn't hear no foolishness around me in 48 hours. From the time I got there till I said, I love you and goodbye, we spoke about the love of Jesus Christ. From the grown, the elders, to the children knew it. And no matter that they had a bad walk and they had little things going on in their lives and they're not perfect, just like none of us are, everybody loved Jesus and knew them as their personal Savior and praised him to the mountaintop. I sat up there and got fed and I was at peace for the first time in my life since I've been out of prison in five years. I finally felt a piece of heaven. I finally felt what it was like to be connected with a real church family. Because wherever we go, we are the church. And this family showed me that I wasn't sitting down here and that my words were void. That I wasn't crazy for thinking the way I think and believing the way I believe and following the way I follow. Because it's obedience. Perfect surrender obedience. It doesn't matter if you are doing wrong. That's what I'm trying to express to you out there. I don't care that you're on dope. You come in the house. He'll heal you. I don't care if you're a drunk. You come in the house and get healing. I don't care. Your daddy called you a crackhead and you're going to be worth nothing. You come in the house and you receive healing. He said, come as you are. So if you're going to a place and everybody's talking about how you are not allowed in the house because you have a problem, then you get away from them people and you get away from that house. Because if they got, you watch them. You watch those people from behind the pulpit when they preach a good sermon from the stage, but you watch their actions out in the streets. Do you ever see them out there with you? Are you allowed at their barbecues in their house? Like I was. They didn't care where I come from, my background. They, didn't, they, didn't, they weren't studying none of that. They weren't talking about let's get high and drunk and blah, 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 Lord, and let's raise the roof and blah, blah. It didn't matter. You could do whatever you want to do. All we're going to do is talk about God. He'll do the rest. 
If you had a drug problem, there was one sitting beside me. I used to have a drug problem. I was sitting there with them. And then they're going to ask me, you know, there ain't no sense in talking to me about it. I don't care. They know I don't care because guess what? I follow God. And he welcomes everybody. He loves us all just the way we are. So thank you. So while you're out there still being hard-headed, think you got it all figured out and you got your little clicks. And y'all are going to do this and that. I'm telling you, clicks, clicks don't go to heaven. Better start reading the Bible. Jesus didn't have no click. But I'm going to tell you about this family. I'm going to tell you what Jesus does. And that family showed me when it brought scripture to life, just like this, when I tell you from the elders to the kids. And it reminded me of a story. And I'm going to call it the handoff. Do you remember? Let me give you some scripture to start this out. Psalm 145, 4. Psalm 145, 4. It states, one generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts, not tell of their, their drug problems or their, 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 all the wrong things in their life. They tell you about you, what you do, your mighty works, your mighty acts, the things that you brought them from. That's what you share. You don't sit there and point fingers at people and tell them what's wrong. They already know what problem they got. Why don't you tell them to somewhere where they can get some healing? And everybody in that house pointed everybody to Jesus Christ, our personal Savior. That's what I love. That's the handoff. And it reminded how you get the handoff. Let me tell you about the handoff. Do you, let's use an analogy. You know about in the Olympics, and they got this race. What's, what they, what they call it? The relay race. And they got the batons, right? And they running, and they handing the baton off to the next one, and that one jets off. That's the same way you're supposed to do when you're on fire for Jesus. If somebody comes and they pass you the baton, take that thing and run with it. Go pass it to the next person and on and on so your generation can hear the word. Stop all that, that naysaying, that old games you're playing, that it's okay. Well, uh, I'm going to drink and smoke in front of my children and, and blah, 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 and then I'm going to beat my child up because he did it. Well, if you're doing it, don't be whooping your child for doing it. But also don't be sitting there talking about he's worthless when he does it. Why don't you lift him up and just do like this? When it's his time, it took me till my 40s to get right. So don't sit there and talk about people that ain't got right yet. It's going to take some time sometimes. Some people's going to get it right off the bat, take the baton and run with it. Some's going to fumble it and stuff. They're going to lose that first race. But I'm telling you, at the end, they all going to be on fire and they're all going to be at the finish line because it doesn't matter. You see, it doesn't matter. Everybody in the world says that the fastest ones won that race. Jesus says, last will be first. You're going to have to fail to become first. You, you don't just get it right off the bat, and everybody's up there thinking that they're so high up there, and they've got it all figured out. No, you don't. You better sit there and do the handoff. Hand it off to someone else so you can win your race. Don't matter when you get there, you just better be passing that baton. That's all he cares about because we're going to be doing this all the way till we get to the mansion. So when you think you done finished your race, you done lost already because the race is never over. We running, and we're steady passing that baton. So I want to take a moment to thank that Fadham family from Adamsville, Tennessee, that brought more joy to my heart than, I, than I've ever imagined and at any time, any given time while I've been walking my walk. Thank you, Jesus, for that family. May you shower blessings upon each and every member of them because they're going through some things, and I want you to pray for that family in Adamsville, Tennessee tonight. So everybody on the sound of my voice, I ask you to do that this evening because they're the reason that God is smiling right now. Families like them that, that are not scared to be bold and talk about Jesus, no matter what condition you're in. So you want to keep learning the hard way? You keep doing it. 
Not us. I'm tired of being hard-headed, man. Getting knocked on, man. Whew, that stuff hurts all the time. I'm telling you, don't it? Y'all hard-headed, man? Y'all been, been hard-headed too, ain't you? I know it. <laughs> People tell you something, you ain't trying to hear it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to tell my mom all the time, she said, boy, you keep doing that, you going to prison. I was like this, man, whatever. And then all of a sudden, 14 years later, I was like this, hmm, all right, mama. <laughs> Hard head. But, hey, I'll tell you what, it was a credible journey, and I'll tell you what. Let me tell you about something about this. I'm going to share a story, and while I'm going to learn the hard way, and we're going to go through this, and, uh, and we're going to break it down a little bit. There was a guy in the Bible, and I know y'all heard of him before, and if you hadn't, let me, let me introduce you to it. His name was Samson. Very strong fella with his long, pretty hair and his little pretty self. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he all that, all about the women, all about everything, blah, 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 blah. Even though, guess what, fellas? Why you think he's so pretty? A woman got him. So uh, you might, if you ain't strong enough, you know what I'm saying? You, why you think you got all that potential out there? I'm this and that. Look here. No, you ain't. The strongest of us are weak. The flesh, huh? They say the spirit is strong, but the flesh is weak. One's willing and one ain't. Y'all better figure it out. See, Samson threw it all away. Why? He had everything, smarts, all that, good looks, everything, for several reasons. You see, he failed to control his impulses, and that's what we do. We, we fail to control our impulses in life. See, he was physically strong, but he was morally weak. He deliberately ignored God's principles, and his life became a pathetic cycle of failures. That's exactly what happens when we do that, when we specifically Go against God's orders. doesn't matter which way you shake a stick at it or whatever like that. When you defy the one and true God, look, people that don't believe, how about this? You know it to be true. The people that don't believe in God, when you do something against what's right, something bad is going to happen to you. God's the only truth that we have, and you better, hold, you better hang on to it because you're going to end, because you're right now in a pathetic cycle of failures. People reach out to me daily. And tell me about how, how am I going to get away? Listen, it's simple. Watch me now. It's simple. This is your brain. You remember that old commercial, what they say about them old eggs was frying in the pan or something? They said, this is your brain. And then they throw some eggs off in the skillet, and they said, this is your brain on drugs. Okay, see, if you is just frying your brain in the skillet, you can't think clearly. You're going to go into an endless cycle. It's just like what the, the world says insanity is doing the same thing, expecting different results. How is that possible? I'm going to do this. I heard it in prison a million times. You're hard-headed. I'm going to keep on doing it this way, and sooner or later, it's going to work out. No, 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 Billy. Uh, 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 whoever, Shakifa, everybody that was in there with me. Talking about, I, 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 got, I got a million-dollar idea, man. Uh, when I get out, look, look, let me tell you something they said. He told me one time we were riding, we was high, he says to me before we went to prison, he goes, Lord, I don't even know why they keep messing with us. Why don't they just let us get high and leave us alone? Because it ain't just us getting high. We getting high. We selling it to other people, getting them high. Nobody ever gets high by themselves. You destroying other people's family, that's why you can't get high. And it's not okay because you won't stop getting arrested. Everybody around you high. And then you want everybody to leave you alone. How is that? Why quit being hard-headed? Just like you, if you keep saying to yourself, I'm following Christ, 
and then you keep going back to your old ways and your old friends, guess what? You're, you're building a cycle of failure. I'm trying to teach you something here. Quit being so hard-headed. You want to get out of that bad relationship, that dope cycle that you're going through? Then get away from it. It's simple. I know you're saying, oh, man, it's easier said than done. You daggone right it is. This is hard work, but see, what are you going to do? You're going to put hard work into ruin and failures, or are you going to put it into recreating your life? Which one are you going to do? That looks pretty. You know, all these, you're so smart all the time, but I can't tell. So when you write me, here, I'm giving you some information tonight. So when you send them hundreds of emails and, and all that, that, them texts during the week about how you're going to get away from that bad relationship and all, this, all these worries and struggles, you do a 180. And you go the other way. You stop hanging out with all them friends that are causing you to stumble, that are getting you back in the dope life. If you can't stay away from them, then don't ask me how to solve it because you didn't listen to me in the first place. I said, you leave that alone. You go to Christ. You find you some strength because that's our source. If you don't have no truth around you, all you're going to do is go back to those lies. It's familiar places. They call it the pink cloud when you're going through a 12-step program because they, you think that you got it all figured out. I'm out of this program. I'm, I'm healed. I got this. I've been in them 90 days. 90 days. Good Lord. You ain't, how old are you? You ain't got it right in all these years. You think you got it right in 90 days? <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, people trip me out. You're hard-headed. Then you don't want to go get no outpatient treatment. You don't want to go get plugged in with a church. You still want to do it by yourself. Well, I'm going to tell you, on your own strength. Well, I know everybody likes to do this. How close can I get to this fire without getting burned? People do that all the time. Why? See, each time, you know, Delilah, a Philistine, which was also a prostitute. You know, so she kept pressing him about his source of strength. This dude got defiled. See, man, look here. Samson was playing with temptation by toying with her. And eventually he got burned. And we do the same thing when we say things like, it can't hurt just this one time. That's what we say even right now when we're studying the book. When we're living as a Christian life, we go, well, shoot, man, I, I'm living for God. But look, man, it's, it's Friday night. I ain't got nothing else to do. Man, my boys are drinking and smoking. I'm going to go over there. It's just this one time. Hmm. It's always this one time because it didn't just happen that one time. You steady make excuses over and over why to do it over and over again. When are you going to stop learning the hard way and just fully surrender and start being obedient? I had to because I failed. Shoot, let's go ahead and admit it. We failed daily. We said there's no reason to sugarcoat things. Our thoughts, our ways, everything, we fail daily. And, and so we're learning. But are you learning the hard way? Are you learning the easy way in God's grace and mercy where he's, he's, his, his burden's light, man. His, everything that he does for you, he's not going to beat you up. So let's stop learning the hard way. See, and stop telling yourself you can't do it. And, and it's not, it's, it's not going to hurt. Yes, it will. It's not only going to hurt you. It's going to hurt everybody around you. I know this because I'm just now getting my life back together. All my kids are grown. The last, last time I had anything going for me, they were probably three. And now, man, it's, they're, in, they're in college going on with their life. And 
I'm, but by the grace of God, once again, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Little, little baby steps, I'm getting back in their life. And I know it's only by God that he does this. So if you lost so many things, you feel like that it's over with. God, with God, all things are possible. So believe, and he'll repair it. He'll repair your life with your children, your family, spouse, whatever it is. You know, whether, whether you leave and you go on, you can let go. You know what I'm saying? But you've got to get with Christ so you're not going to have the strength to do anything. You're just going to keep on beating yourself up. It's hard now. The truth is, not one of us plans to be a failure in life. Nobody wakes up and says, man, I hope I'm a failure. I don't even hear. No, that don't even sound right. And if somebody got in my car and said that, it freaked me out. Hey, Lord, I'm a failure. Get out of my car. <laughs> Look here, and then come, when you come back with something else, you can get back in here with me. But, and then I'm going to roll down the window when I'm riding. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> Jesus loves you. Oh, man, maybe you're thinking today. You know, I'll tell you what. See, once again, I'll tell you another thing. Your life doesn't just fall apart in one day. It, fall, it falls apart over a period of time, and it's, if you knew what to watch for and you weren't so hard-headed, you would see what's unfolding in front of you. And that's why I'm talking to you today. You know who's in your life. You know who's in your circle. You know what's going on around you, but you don't want to admit the truth and accept it, so you hard-headed, and you just let it continue. Listen to this. You say, this is an area of my life I have no control over. Yes, you do. You have a choice, and I'm going to tell you about a choice that got all of us into the situation we're in today. I talked to some guys at work because, see, everywhere I go, I'm the church, and I'm going to talk. Just like somebody calls me, I'm going to talk to them. And they was on the boat, and they were saying, well, this and that's and stuff. And I said, man, look here. He's talking about this out no control. I said, dude, everybody has a choice. And I'm going to tell you, you got a choice. This is what your choices do. All right? Let me explain something to you. These people called me today. They've been writing me all week. So I'm going to give you some answers about control, about hard-headedness and why it's important. Why they said, well, I don't know whether to believe in, in Romans, what I read about the authorities, or, or, or Acts. Well, that's what the, let me tell you something. Acts was the book where the church was built upon, you know. So uh, check it out. You might want to read and Acts a little bit and take action. You see it all goes together. So check it out. Um, so they asked me about God and why I should choose God over man. And they said because they said man wrote the Bible and, blah, 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 and all this stuff. And I was like, Let's stop, stop, stop before you make me pass out here and, and, and fall in the water and I drown myself. I, 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 I'm going crazy. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I ain't never heard nobody say this to me. So I go like this to him. I say, look here. I'll tell you why. Because, see, there was this world, and it was really a perfect world that God gave us. And they had these people called Adam and Eve, and he gave them choices. He said, man, look here. You do whatever you want to out here. Don't eat off that tree. And then for some odd reason, this old serpent comes out, just like these people of the world. Old man, old woman comes up. It can be, serpent can be anything. Anything that distracts you and takes you away from God. And then it comes up in there and then makes you make a bad choice. 
and you destroy everything around you. But if you would have stayed with God, do you know how perfect this world, do you know how beautiful everything would be right now? Do you know how beautiful it's going to be for the believer of that when he brings you home? So that's why I'm telling you today, stop putting your faith and trust in man and woman. Because man and woman is going to tell you to take a choice. Then you're not distracted. You stay one way. You stay with God. You choose God. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He's going to take you to wherever you need to go. All you have to do is follow him. You follow a man or woman, you're going to make a bad choice. You're going to go eat off forbidden stuff. So that's why you choose God over man. So that's just a little truth right there, and I hope you receive something. What the wrong answer is in life is always this. Man, I do this because it's just the way I am. Everybody said, that's just the way I am. That's the way I was born. Oh, Lord, here we go again. You're right. So you just came out the womb, crazy as lunatic, smoking on meth and crack and, and you know, uh, uh, robbing and stuff. You just came straight out snatching people's umbilical cords, doctors, utensils. I mean, well, I mean, what, what, what are you really trying to tell me here? I mean, that, that's just the way you are. That's the wrong answer, okay? Because that's not the way you are. He didn't create you like that. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And you just have to believe that. Here's the right answer. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. Isaiah 40, 29. See, when Samson finally faced the truth, God broke his cycle. And he'll break your cycle when you start facing the truth and not listening to the lies anymore of your mind and the rest of the world. And gave him power to do what he should do and made him victorious in all things. And God will do the same for us if we just turn to him. That's all we have to do is turn to him. Instead, you just keep on doing like this. Somebody will talk to you, and you're always like this. Man, I already know that. Oh, you do? Well, come over and tell me about it, man, because, see, I've been trying to figure this out my whole life. And right there, I didn't know that my friend John has all the freaking answers. This is incredible. I was sitting there up in the, man, people was talking about God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and my friend John's got the answers. Gee, many Christmases. Man, don't be hard-headed. Please, please don't listen to your friend John, you, your little buddy Pam, whoever it is. Don't listen to him. You're going to make a bad mistake. Don't be hard-headed. You see, because check it out. In Proverbs 1.10, it tells you about how if sinners entice you, do not consent. That means don't let them in. Don't listen to them because they're going to try it. they sinners. They ain't trying to live right. They're not trying to do anything good. You know they're up to no good, and you're still doing like this. Okay, I'll ride. What? You know where we going? Why are you getting in the car? I sit there so many times. I'll be at the store. I say, what are you doing? He said, man, I'm going to go with them. Then they just tell you what they was going to do. That don't even make any sense. But before, when I was hard-headed, they get in the car. Hey, man, we're going to go shoot, blah, blah, whatever, blah, blah, all that. I'm like this. All right. You get in the car. Wrong answer. Wrong answer. I used to say to myself all the time, I used to beat myself up about all the years that I, that I spent doing them things and be like, man, I wish I'd have, and a lot of people say that, I wish I would have known then what I know now. Well, yeah and yeah, I really do, and I've, you know, but I probably wouldn't be this strong in my faith if I wouldn't have seen struggle. 
Because if I read a book like another man does, you know, and, and, and don't live it, man, you can't, you don't, really, you don't really feel the passion of what Christ can do. You don't really feel the power of what he can do because you ain't never felt what it felt like to be defeated and, 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 and without nothing. Because you just read about it. You'll read about the scripture and say, I know what it's like to have many, much and, have, and I know what it's like to have nothing. No, you don't. If you've just been broke for a couple of weeks and without a job and didn't have, you know, a little food for your family, but didn't have a family that fed you all the time, you don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like to be a needle junkie with have nothing, sitting under a payphone in a state that you don't have any idea where you're at with nobody, in the pouring rain with no house, no clothes, no nothing. You don't know what that's like. You don't know what it's like to walk up to a little place like this and look at your two-year-old dead in a casket. You don't know because you haven't felt that pain. I felt that pain, and I know a lot of other people felt that pain, and we live with it. But see, God replaces that. He gives you strength to make you strong to get through these things. But if you have that bad relationship that they're sucking the life out of you, the only way you're going to get through that bad relationship is if you stop being hard-headed, stop and learn the way. See, you're asking for trouble when you choose wrong friends, wrong people to get a relationship with. See, somebody wisely said one time, I know everybody remembers this, if you want to soar like eagles, you got to quit hanging around turkeys. Turkeys don't soar. They just gobble. You understand that? Gobble, 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 gobble. You know what I'm saying? And when I think of things like that, it comes to my mind because I vision things. I got ADHD. And you gobbling up all my life. You sucking my life out of me. I'm standing around a bunch of turkeys that are just sitting there sucking my life away from me. You gobbling up things. I want to soar. I want to go up there and just be free like I was up in Adamsville, Tennessee. I'm doing like this. I'm just floating around the yard, just doing like this. They're down there like this. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'm like this. I know. And, and then I'm just sitting there. I'm just flying. I'm getting fed like he's talking about like they's all in the desert. He's like, why are you so over there? If you would have just followed the rules, you wouldn't have had to die. I don't want to be up there like this. I don't want to be up there because if you're soaring like you know, I'm scared of death of heights. So I'm thinking to myself, when you're soaring like that, don't take your eyes off of God. Because just like Peter, you'll sink in the water. But if you're up there, which you, you'll want to be a turkey then because if you take your God, eyes off God, you're a turkey. Because now you're going to be hit the ground and that's where you're going to be. Gobbled up. Dead. Soar. Man, that sounds so good. Eventually, I know one thing for sure. Eventually, you will become, if you keep hanging out with stuff like that and being hard-headed, you're going to become like the people you spend the most time with. And I even hear people say different things to that analogy. And they say it over their congregation, but they hang around people that are no good for them, but they want to try to teach it to other people. You don't think that, I'm going to tell you, just like the police and everybody see what bad I did and what the bad that everybody else does, they see what you're doing too. So if you're going to come up here and be a leader, you got to do, you better get some mentorship. You better get surrounded by people. That's why I do what I do now because I was misled, misguided, and didn't know, and I found myself now. I found a truth. I found something that was more powerful than I, you know, I have come to a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Now I don't have no other choice but to do what's right. No more of this not being bold. No more of this letting it pass me by and just being okay with things. 
I'm not just going to be okay with you doing bad things around me and then I overlook you and then keep not, and not tell you that you're doing bad. You're doing wrong. So I'm going to tell you right now, quit learning the hard way. Quit surrounding yourself around people that are li- living hard lives and teaching you to continue being hard-headed. In Scripture, it says this. The psalmist said, Psalm 1-1, he said, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners. This ain't my words, ladies and gentlemen. This is God's word. I don't never, ever want you to say that the Lord's up here. No, God is right here with me. I'm a vessel, and I let him use me. I'm a puppet on a string. And I want him to do everything that he can with me. Please use me. Use me till you can't use me no more. Use me up like a battery till I die. Give me life again and I'm going to go again. Like the Energizer Bunny. Bang, 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 bang. Just going. You ain't going to stop me. And that's what you should want to do. Watch who you're hanging around with. Because I'm telling you right now, it will affect you. They'll be talking from up there. And and you watch who you're getting led by whether it's out there in the world, from the pulpit, wherever it is. Their actions have to line up with their speak. If they're speaking truth, then they better be living the truth. You want to test the truth? Well, come on. I welcome people to do that with me because, see, that's what he said, to test me, to show myself approved. So whatever you want to do, you come with me because Lloyd may have made mistakes yesterday. But I corrected him, and I won't make the same one again today. You best believe that. And I know you won't either. So stop learning the hard way. There's an easy way. See, Samson, the guy I was talking about, he developed unhealthy relationships, and they led him astray. And I know you did too. You're in unhealthy relationships right now, talking about you love him. He loves me. You know it's toxic. It's all get out and you don't have the strength to walk away, I'm asking you today, I'm praying for you, that you will let go. So you, too, can soar like that eagle. Quit being hard-headed. So here's the question I'm going to leave with y'all tonight. Are your friends keeping you from living 100% for God? Do they tear you down or build you up? Does your spouse... Uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is. Just the people in your family. Do they build you up or tear you down? Be bold enough to tell your family members and all that. You have to. It's in Scripture. Read it. Okay, because I'm telling you right now, don't conform yourself to the ways of the world any longer because you're going to find yourself making them same choices that got us into sin and destruction in the first place. I'm here to bring that truth and life back to you through the word of Jesus Christ. He is the Savior. He suffered, and if you got to suffer, so be it. He gave his life, so you give your life back to him. I can't imagine the pain he went through, so it doesn't matter what kind of pain I'm going through, and you should not neither. The handoff tonight is this. Stop being hard-headed. Follow God and learn. The way, the truth about life would be so much easier on y'all. I want to hear y'all's beautiful story, but I'll never hear it if you don't change and give your life to Christ. Stop being hard-headed. Today, give your life to Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, I truly am blessed to have y'all in the house and have y'all watching online.
And I thank y'all for each and every person under the sound of my voice that I hope that you receive something from the Holy Spirit as he delivered this message tonight. We will have some more parts on this series because we are hard-headed, and I want to teach y'all how to stop being hard-headed. Think about those things tonight that you're doing tonight, and we're going to pray over them tonight. As, as we close out, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for choosing me and others as a vessel, a strong vessel for your army. Let us all want to become generals in this army so we can stand boldly, take our, ourselves to the front lines and change this world around us. I know, I know we can't change the whole world. That's what they're saying, but we can change the world around us, and that's where it starts, Father. So let us take our word, and with the technology today, we're going to express ourselves, and maybe, just maybe, if we can just believe, just have faith, just like a mustard seed, we can move the mountains. So everybody that's out there struggling right now in your relationships, your addictions, your marriages, or whatever have you, don't be hard-headed. Go to God for strength. Receive these messages. Receive this truth to give yourself life again and soar like an eagle. There's no reason to live in darkness any longer, a prisoner of your own mind. Father God, thank you for this word. Thank you for always being understanding in your grace that saves us and not by any works that we could ever do. Father God, we love you. We cherish you. We honor you. So we say these things and all things for the hungry, the sick, and the poor, and the ones who need to hear. Let them have ears to hear and a heart to receive. I ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And we say, amen. All right. Thank you all for coming out.